Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Women's Work Festival is well and truly underway. You may wonder, what is the Women's Work Festival? Well, we're going to find out. Uh, Charlotte Dryden is available to speak to us. Hello, Charlotte. Hi, hi, Frank. Very much the person, one of the people behind the Oh Yeah Centre and founder of uh, Women's Work. D- d- tell us what it is for those who aren't uh, finding that their bells are ringing at the moment. Yeah, no problem. So Women's Work is a festival that celebrates um, and highlights and uh, turns the spotlight up a little bit on, on the great female talent that we've got here in Northern Ireland. Um and it runs for it's sort of a mini festival, runs between uh, the 5th and the 9th of June. So this is our fourth year now. So we're just trying to highlight, you know, great uh, female musical talent. And we sort of, what we do is we showcase with gigs, but we also run sort of like things like workshops, talks, discussions, panels, um, and sometimes discuss wider issues affecting women in music professionally, but also maybe some of the barriers. Um, uh, but overall, it's a, it's a, it's a celebration um, and a showcase, and it's open to everybody. Are we a bit short on women who've come from Northern Ireland who have absolutely excelled in the music industry? I could rhyme off numerous male acts and groups, and most people could. Are we stumped when yeah. it comes to women? So I think we're we're doing quite well with a young um, uh, a new generation coming through. But yes, that's probably part of the reason why we started this in the first place. I work down here in the OEA and we have a music exhibition which documents the story of Northern Irish music and the impact it's had on on a global scale. And you know, I'm looking around the walls of the OEA exhibition and I'm lo- and there's barely any women on the walls that we've been able to celebrate. Obviously, Ruby Murray did great and Audrey Patterson, but there aren't that many women so it's like well how do we change the landscape so um we thought well we'll we'll, we'll raise visibility and we'll prepare the ground for the future so the walls will have more women on um as as it probably it'll probably take a while you know Rome wasn't built in a day and all that but i think we're going to see future generations uh, celebrated and and being very successful as, as artists do you get a sense that there will be women coming through who have the, first of all, the desire and secondly, the ability? Because a lot of people have the desire and they don't have the ability, whether they're male or female. I, I'm trying to think of someone who may have broken through in recent times. Soak is an example. Would Soak be an example? Isn't she originally from Derry? 
That's right. Folk is a great example. You know, um, signed to Rough Trade. Um, new album's out. Second album's out. Doing great. Um, her tour's selling out. Um, just an amazing artist and a real inspiration and um, for young artists coming through. You know, I, I honestly think that Soak was it's partially responsible for some of the great songwriters, female songwriters that have come out of Derry since, like Roe and Susie Blue. Now, Roe is, is another great example of a, of a young female coming through. Roe's touring all over Europe and playing showcases internationally um, and doing brilliantly at the minute. So, and Jealous of Birds is another act. So, yes, I think it's been, it's better than it's ever been. Um, and it's just about um, investing in that talent now and investing in all genders, to be honest. But women, it has been a, a bigger barrier. And so it's great to see that those new, those new voices and new faces coming through. Absolutely. And why do you think women haven't made the progress representing Northern Ireland in music that they have yeah. in, for example, sport or particularly in, in television? Because some of our most successful broadcasters from this part of the world are, are females. Uh, yeah. Recent examples have been Christine Blakely, of course, a brilliant example down the years, the, the Gloria Honeyfords of, of this world. There are actually many examples of Northern Irish females who've excelled in the medium of television and radio, but not so much in, in music. Yeah, it is. It's a tough one. And, you know, but I think that um, in terms of artists and, and and the work that they have to put in, I mean, you have to factor in things like touring and barriers have been, you know, access to childcare has not been great. And also, you know, we're back in the 70s, I suppose, you can probably count one hand how many people, might have, women might have been in a band, um, weren't encouraged into music, probably didn't think it was for them. Um, touring, like I said, is, is, is quite grueling on anybody. Um, but when, you know, you've got, you know, additional barriers of probably lack of confidence is one of the things as well I mean that's one of the things that through this festival when we run panels and talks um, it's confidence, it's lack of confidence because there hasn't been the visibility um, So, with, and I think that's changing so what you're seeing now is more visibility and that's inspiring confidence and you're seeing um, more people coming out of um, maybe recording in the bedroom or practicing at home um, and, and giving it a go I mean you know, we're still quite low on, on numbers in terms of professional songwriters. So, like, uh, the most recent uh, report by PRS, which are the people at um, Performing Rights Society, where you become a, a professional songwriter or register yourself as a professional songwriter, still only 17% of those registered are female. But that's actually gone up in the last five years. It used to be 13%. So there's still a long way to go. But it's, uh, And I think what's holding people back is confidence. Um, and there have been the barriers of... Uh, feeling a little bit intimidated, probably, you know, being surrounded by, um, uh, you know, it does. It can be a bit intimidating being in a room full of blokes, especially in the studios, um, and 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 uh, and also the barriers of childcare, and you know, so there's a, there's kind of a mix of things going on there. And, and, and the history clearly shows that it was male-dominated, even when Irish country music was at its peak in the 70s mm. and the show bands in the 60s. You, you may have had Susan McCann or Philomena Begley as the front singers on bands like the Ramblin' Men or the Storytellers, but every band member was a male. Every band member in the show bands were males who were travelling up and down and crisscrossing Ireland. Yes, you may have had an occasional front person who was female, but it was totally male-dominated. And looking back, that seems incredibly unfair because there are bound to have been saxophonists and guitar players who were female, but they never got a chance. 
Yeah, absolutely. And um, but I think that's, that's definitely on uh, turning and changing. But it's still there's still a long way to go. Um, and you're absolutely right. I think uh, women were kind of traditionally seen as the the singer and nothing else and nothing more. And what we're trying to say is, well, actually, there's a lot more going on. There there are female producers and songwriters, uh, guitarists. I mean, within our program, we have a great. Uh, pro, um, a collective called the, the Girls Rock School. And Girls Rock School is actually a global movement. So there's a Girls Rock School in Northern Ireland, and that's about encouraging, you know, ch- children as young as five to pick up the guitar. And so young girls are picking up the guitar now. And I think there has been a recent um, uh, study by one of the big guitar magazines to say that for the first time ever, more young girls are picking up the guitar for the first time than boys. So something is something is in the water here. Something's working, you know. Susie Quattro was in the studios recently and she was a trailblazer of oh. the 70s for, for, for women. You, yeah. you need more Susie Quattro attitude for, for, from women, but even if, yeah. they, even if they have it, do they get the encouragement or do they sense, well, it's such a fickle industry. Yes, I'd love to be a pop star, but you know, I'm not going to give it the time that Van Morrison gave it. Yeah, well, I think it is. It's just about we have to, I mean, part of what we do though, yeah, is how do we make it easier for artists to have a chance? We can't make people stars and we can't, you know, get them to the top of a ladder. We can't get any gender to the top of a ladder, but we're just trying to invest a bit of time in supporting their dreams, I suppose, or at least supporting their craft. I mean, we can't take credit for talent, but we can certainly put on workshops and bring industry professionals in and and, and, and encourage people and, and uh, you know, uh, provide an environment where they feel supported. Uh, and, and the reason women's work was set up was because there definitely is a gender uh, gap. So, and, and, you know, since we started women's work, um, I've said this a few times now, but it is quite a staggering statistic. 15% of our users up until a few years ago were female. That's up to over 40% now because of this initiative. So it's, um, it's really encouraging. Yeah, it's, it's it's an important project because when you hear you, when I listen to you speak about it, we are reminded of the minority representation of women in the music industry generally and in in Northern yeah. Ireland. When you compare it to the male domination, there's a very there's a very strong argument uh, there for it. The most recent change that I've found is has been in association football, where women have really come to the fore in football, and it's only a yeah. decade ago that they were being laughed at if you if they were suggested they would play a football match and now people are sitting back in awe of the ability of women uh, playing the sport absolutely i think the recent campaign around the, the the tournament coming up has been incredible you know it's made um, women's football look really cool and exciting and, and and engaging and it is but it's just it's taken a long time for you know uh, i suppose um the media to come round to that or the people that broadcast the, you know the football itself so which is fantastic you know so you'd like to see more uh, prominence given to women in music in Northern Ireland. And needless to say, we'll never ignore talent that comes along, but uh, sometimes it takes people like those at the OES yeah Centre to nurture it. It's the nurturing that's important. Radio stations will always hook in with whoever's successful, but the nurturing and those who are prepared to do it, that, 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 that deserves credit. 
Thank you. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's the nurturing and it's the development of that talent and finding a way to get them, you know, above the noise because the industry is it's ruthless. It's ruthless for anybody, um, but I think it can be particularly hard for women. So we're just trying to create a, a, a more welcoming environment, I suppose, while they're trying to work out how they how they take it to the next level. And finally, Charlotte, if people do want to find out about what's happening in the festival, is there somewhere that they can log on just to see what they might want to go to or experience? Yep. Yeah, so women's work uh, kicked off yesterday. And um, if you want to know more or get tickets for anything, it's www. Oh, people don't say that anymore, I forgot. It's womensworkni.co.uk. And everything you need to know is there. And there's bits and pieces on the OEI website as well. But we have a dedicated website, and it's womensworkni.co.uk. Great stuff. Charlotte Dryden, down at the OEI, busy as can be. Uh, thank Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Thank you very much.